yeah, more to the Arsenal team news now, which has got a bit more substance to it. Uh, ben White is still out with COVID. Obviously, Tommy Par- uh, Tommy Party, <laughs> Thomas Party, <laughs> Tommy is out. Party, Mickey Tommy D. Party. <laughs> oh Jesus, Thomas Party. Is still- What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself, Alfie, and Ollie. It's just us two today. Yo, just Yo. just the boys. The dynamic duo. That's it. it. Unfortunately, yeah, Mark is away from the weekend and Harry is working, so it's just me and Ollie today. Just your two favourites. The two fan favourites are here. Um, And yeah, today, obviously, as you guys know, now we're doing this is the week three preview of the games coming up uh, this weekend. And we've also just got a bit of news and stuff to get out of the way because actually, since we last streamed, Ollie, there's been quite a lot of stuff going on, mate. In two days, mate. Well, technically. One and a bit days since we last streamed, but yeah. Exactly, man. There's been loads of stuff going on. So, uh, first of all, first things first, first of all, let's go through Gareth Southgate's 25-man England squad for the World Cup qualifiers. We'll briefly run through this. I, don't, I, didn't, to be honest, I didn't even know this was getting announced today until it was sent in the group chat. Yeah, um, neither did. I was thinking, the uh, like, a day or so ago, I was like, oh, I wonder, because I know the international break's coming up, I was like, I wonder when they're going to announce the team. And then, lo and behold here we are yeah so i'll just quickly run through it and then uh, we'll just you know see if there's anyone glaring off the list or if anyone that you're surprised has been uh, included so we've got the keepers we've got three keepers obviously sam johnson jordan pickford and nick pope that seems pretty across the board for me i don't see any problems there really don't um, know aaron ramsdale's not there you know oh yeah of well, he plays the biggest club out of all these lot so uh which is actually true <laughs> yeah funnily enough yeah. yeah. Uh, Defender-wise, we've got Trent. That makes sense. Connor Cody. Okay. Reese James, Harry Maguire, Tyrone Mings, Luke Shaw, John Stones, Kieran Trippett, and Carl Walker. I think that's pretty fair enough. I mean, Connor Cody again. I think he's just there for numbers, really. Like he, he was at the Euros, didn't play too much part in the Euros, but I think he's quite a good locker sort of well locker room guy, if you know what I mean. A good good atmosphere. Definitely. Yeah, uh, dressing room. Uh, but no, any glaring omissions off there, Ollie, that you can that come well, to know? Your your man, Ben White's not <laughs> another on there. Arsenal player. <laughs> yeah, the one time, like obviously at the Euros, there was only one Arsenal player in that squad, and now we've signed two more that could should be in the England or were in the England squads. Yeah, and, and now they've signed for Arsenal. They're not exactly. Oh, Ollie. Yeah. Oh, Ollie. I can only uh, assume Ben White's not there due to illness and stuff like that. I don't obviously, he's had yeah, COVID and that. Um, either way, it's only World yeah. Cup qualifiers. I don't think he's going to be too disheartened about missing out I think he probably would have taken Connor Cody's place I imagine if, oh, if I assume so yeah uh, and through the midfield we've got Jude Bellingham Jordan Henderson Jesse Lingard Mason Mount Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips that's pretty standard I like that Jesse Lingard's got obviously Jude Bellingham yeah uh, I can't think of anyone missing off that earth. obviously you no know, James Ward Prowse but you know if you've got those guys you're not going to take James Ward Prowse no. Um, apart from that, though, that seems pretty spot on, right? Unless, you know, obviously no Emil Smith Rowe, but that's he's under 21s. You yeah, know, I, did, I wouldn't really. Maybe if it was. Maybe the next international break he might be looked at yeah, after exactly. he's had a bit more um, yeah. sort of Premier League time. Uh, maybe Arsenal pull their finger out as well so we'll actually get looked at properly. But. Yeah. yeah. But in the forwards, Patrick Bamford's earned himself his first call up to the. Uh, well, to like the proper England squad. Obviously, just unfortunately missing out on the Euros, but he's been great for Le- uh, for Leeds last year and and so far the start of this season so yeah. I think he definitely deserves it um, we've got so. the rest of the forwards now Dominic Calvert-Lewin deserves it Jack Grealish deserves it Harry Kane deserves it Bakayi Saka deserves it Jane Sancho deserves it Raheem Sterling 
deserves it. I've got no problem yeah. with this team at all. Um, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm actually quite looking forward to watching this little. I'll watch it. We've got our first games against Hungary. Um, I'll probably give it a watch Hungary, now. Andorra and table. Poland. Oh, there should be pubs all across the board then. 100%. No problem. But um, yeah, I not. don't. I feel like that was a pretty bang on team. There's nothing really there that's too. No Marcus Rashford, but injury, I guess. Yeah, I was just about to mention that. Yeah, obviously, not too surprising that he's not there. Yeah, no, uh, I, I think that's fine, really. So, uh, Dean no, Henderson no injured, or is he. I don't know what the situation with Dean Henderson is, because De Gea's starting, isn't he? But Dean Henderson's been on the bench, so. Yeah, I assume he's fit to play, but. I guess they're just. Uh, Ollie's favouring uh, uh, De Gea, the, uh, the old guard. Yeah. Fair play. Considering now Gea wasn't um, starting for Spain in the Euros. Yeah, no, and barely starting for United at the back end of last year. But, exactly. um, but on to maybe the craziest news so far this week. And if it happens, I don't really know. If it if it goes through, I'm purposely losing this week in, <laughs> in, uh, in Fantasy League. Because there is genuine potential that Cristiano Ronaldo might be coming to the Premier League, Ollie. For 25 million as well. For 25 million. Now, there's been some conflicting reports. Um, according to Portuguese journalist Gonzalo Lopez, he said that apparently the deal is done. Yeah. Uh, but I've also seen reported that um, Jorge Mendes left uh, whatever it was, left wherever they were meeting, and um, no deal was done or anything like that. Oh no, that was to do with uh, Mendes was meeting with uh, Juve about a potential deal. Oh right, okay. Um, yeah. To keep him there, but yeah, not, they couldn't strike up a deal, so it looks like he's probably going to be going. <laughs> If so it looks like up the it, 25 mil, and I'd be it, so yeah. surprised if no, if anyone doesn't cough up the 25. I, I don't know why someone like Arsenal just doesn't throw in 25 mil. I I know he probably, well, definitely doesn't want to go there. No, but probably at that not. point, you've just got a chance of your luck, really. 25 mil for Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, yeah, you've got to do it. Obviously, I, I mean, we could afford it. Alice could go for it for a couple. You could of weeks. afford the 25 mil. It's just his then his wages. His wages, yeah, on top of that, wages. which is a bit no, sort well. of crazy. But I don't know if you guys could afford his wages. Well, we probably could, but it's just That's what he wants. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we're still looking at getting rid of at least five players before the end of the window, so that True. could open up a bit of something. But yeah, no, he'll go to City or he'll probably stay at Juve. To be fair. So is this is this a better deal than getting Harry Kane for 150 million? Do you think? Oh, it's a tough one because Harry Kane's slightly younger. Um, Quite a bit younger, to be fair. Yeah, well, yeah, tell, how old is Ronaldo now? I think he's 33 or 30. I don't know. I've lost track of Ronaldo. Yeah, <laughs> Age doesn't matter with Ronaldo, to be fair. Ronaldo is 36. Fuck, no, I didn't know he was that old. I thought he was Harry, younger. Harry Kane's like 29 or something? 28. 28, there we go. So, six years. Bloody hell. But, so, yeah. yeah, well, Harry Kane's definitely got age on his side. Uh, he's got more recent Premier League. Well,. He's only got Premier League experience, but a lot more recent Premier League experience. But I think, I don't know, it's a tough one. I think Ronaldo, he could do bits in the Prem like he's done previously with, with United. But obviously that was, how long ago now? 2007, 2008? It was like a, fair long a fairly long time ago now and the Premier League has changed. Um, you might not sort of look like that sort of a face value, but I think it's got a lot more physical and over the years. Um, but yeah, I think it, it could be a really good deal, but at the same time, I think with 
Harry Kane's age on his side, I think he would probably be a better person to go for. But I think the 25 mil is it's change for most of these clubs, and especially in today's market as well. Bear in mind, yeah. Arsenal are asking for 20 mil for Eddie Nketiah, let alone 25 mil for Cristiano Ronaldo. Like With a lot of these clubs, they're paying agents more than 25 million for a deal. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? So it's like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. But... Yeah, I mean, if they get here, if he gets it, if it gets done, then I think City are straight back in that. Yeah, they're winning the title. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really want it to happen, to be honest. I'd rather. I, I don't really. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, it's exciting because it's Cristiano Ronaldo, but at the same time, it is just a bit like. Eh. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, well, he's going to Man City. It'd be jokes because obviously, like friend of the show and who's been on uh, many many a time and Dan Bardell will be an absolute bits if uh, Ronaldo obviously him being a United fan so if he yeah. signs with City it's going to be crazy but yeah I don't know it should be interesting I think uh, if he comes I, I don't like I think he puts them over the edge of everyone else for sure it's Chris, still Cristiano Ronaldo but I don't think it would be it's not what everyone will expect it to be no basically. definitely not because um, there is potential that it goes completely sideways and it's not really worth it but we are talking about talk about Ronaldo. But exactly. in more Manchester City news, Pep, have you seen? Pep has announced that after his contract exterminate it is finished in 2023, he's uh, going to be taking a break from management. Yeah. And then it's looking to go on to do maybe, you know, international management. You know, he said he would like to do a Copper America. He'd like yeah. to manage um, a European team. So, yeah, I mean, Pep for England manager in 2024 World Cup? Or <laughs> I'll Euros, take him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll definitely take him. Yeah, yeah. World Cup next year. Um, obviously, so we yeah. won't be there. But yeah, Euros 2024. I'm here for it. England. Yeah, I'd love that. That'd be sick. Yeah. But um, I think it's fair enough. He's done a lot. I mean, he's got to win the Champions League now between now and then. Because otherwise, oh, okay. it's, otherwise he's technically failed. I yeah, know that that's what he was brought in to do. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Obviously, he's done so well with that club anyway. But he's technically, technically failed. Yeah. But um, I'm sure they will get it done in the next couple of years, especially if they get Ronaldo this year. I'm sure they'll get it done. Definitely. Uh, Mr. Champions League, that is Ronaldo, isn't it? So, um, but yeah, PSG, the team that no one likes. And just before I go on say this, I the best thing, one of the best sporting news this week is the fact that the French league has now dropped out of the top five leagues in the world. Yeah. And the even UEFA don't rate them. I'm so happy because it is such a terrible terrible league uh and it has a terrible terrible team uh at the top of it but psg yep could be potentially selling mbappe they want 220 million euros which is the equivalent of basically 180 million pounds 100 yeah. 190 million um apparently real madrid have made a improv improved offer of a previous one they did uh this afternoon of 145.6 million pounds yeah um which is crazy i mean if they don't accept something soon around that that's pretty crazy i don't expect them to get 200 million for him but no. definitely um, i think it's a like he's PSG, definitely uh, yeah 100 percent. yeah he's definitely he's gonna wear a real madrid shirt at some point whether that yeah. be this, this season year or, or next year, next year yeah, whenever it may be he will be wearing that real madrid top but i think psg are in that sort of position at the moment where they can just be bastards about it so like, yeah, we can't like, yeah. yeah. So, oh no, we're gonna we might lose Mbappe. So like, oh, okay, we'll fall back on Messi and Neymar and <laughs> all these other world class players we've got. Like, but at the same time, they can like 
they don't necessarily because he is such a, a young player and he's so good for them they don't necessarily want to get rid of him so they're just making it as difficult as possible for people to buy him and if they do if someone does meet that valuation then they're going to be happy about it and they're going to have a hell of a healthy sum to help bring someone in to replace him if they are going to replace him straight away that's it but I think this is still again this whole uh, the whole messy purchase was stupid by PSG because now you've effectively not alienated but you put Mbappe in a tough position where he doesn't want to be second fiddle or third fiddle to anyone he wants to be the main guy and if you're if you have Mbappe you're you you could put enough around Mbappe to win stuff you can you don't need to go out and get Messi and make Mbappe feel like a second string and now doesn't want to be at your club anymore. That's stupid. You got Messi for a couple of years or you could have Mbappe for 10. Yeah. And it's just dumb, like, um, yeah, it's just stupid for PSG because they don't need money. They've got a great team. They have. They They will always have a great team. They, they won't do anything yeah. with it and no one will respect them, but, you know, they'll yeah. always have a great team. And it's just another stupid move by the... Have you seen uh, the PSG owner's brother, all of his tweets that he's been putting out over the last couple of days? Yeah. No, I haven't. Oh, I, uh, God. He's just been tweeting some random stuff. It was a, a picture of um, Messi in a, a PSG kit, and then next to him it was Ronaldo, also in a PSG kit. And he put, like, maybe or something. And he's just been putting loads of stuff about... Um, he tweeted something about um, Madrid, uh, saying, like, you have to meet our evaluation if you want, like, Mbappe or whatever. But he's just openly tweeting about it, the brother of the owner of PSG, and is obviously getting a lot of media attention from it. But... Everyone's just yeah. thinking, oh, when's Florentino Perez going to reply on his Twitter yeah, or whatever? He's a bit like, yeah, he's going to come out with something. Pair of eyes, like... Yeah, he's going to come out with something stupid, probably. But... Yeah, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. But, um, yeah, well, considering how much, how little money they have, I don't, how they've put a £145 million offer in for Mbappe still baffles me, but whatever. Well, there's a will, yeah. there's a way. Yeah. Move on to a team that no, still nobody cares about, Spurs. Um, Harry Kane is staying at the club, Ollie. Obviously, you'd have seen this, his announcement. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about it, considering you do have him in your fantasy team and he is now continuing on with your rival Spurs, what it looked like? Um, I could have really... I wasn't really 100% bothered either way. I think if he had gone to City, he probably would have done quite well, surrounded by the rest of those City players. But at the same time, if he stayed at Tottenham, Tottenham haven't really lost any anyone of massive importance over the summer so hopefully they should be able to sort of do what they were doing last year with that Son and uh, Kane link up and obviously they've added to that their team not really yeah. taking anything away from it so hopefully it's only going to spur him on to, to do, yeah he, they could be even better than they were last year and he could just do what he did last year and take a uh, take golden boot so yeah I think I was a bit obviously I would have loved to see him go to City just because it's a a big middle finger to Tottenham but yeah, for me and my fantasy team I was happy with either yeah fair I think he'll be fine either way in it but yeah. uh, I think it's interesting I think he'll be gone he said this summer so uh, this season or whatever sorry so I, I think I still think he'll be gone like after this summer basically yeah there's and a there lot are... of talk of uh, is this all just quietening down till January and it was all going to yeah. kick off again. Well, from what I've seen is that he's trying to negotiate a new contract with Spurs that will see him earn 400 grand a week and put a release clause in the deal. Because uh, Harry Kane is the type of guy that thinks uh, gentlemen's agreements count for shit in 2021. Yep. Which is... yeah. But he's already so. he's got 
what, well, how long? Three years left on his contract or something? Three or four years left on his contract already? So if he signs this new contract, is that another extension to stay, to stay even longer? An extension. Yeah, yeah, it will be an extension. But it, um, but he'll have a release clause in it. So yeah. you know, if they pay it, they have to get rid of it. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it is what it is, and someone will pay it. Mm. But uh, another rumour around Spurs is, I don't know how true this is. I've seen it dotted about a few places, but I just if it's true, I just think it's very interesting and I wanted to get it out there. But they, they've opened talks or trying to open talks with Juventus around the possible uh, deal of, around Weston McKenney for a, for $55 million. The, the young American lad. Yeah, the American guy, yeah. He's very he's yeah. very good. He's very good. If they can get him in, and and as well as all that, mate, they've done that. They've had a great window. Yeah. From what was horrific, uh, at the you know for basically the majority. They've of it. started very late, or well, they had started to gain traction very late with their uh, obviously transfers and their manager and everything. It yeah. just, nothing happened for so long, and eventually things have now started to move, and it's actually looking yeah, slightly more it. positive for them. Exactly. Can you imagine if they get a Dharma Troyer and Weston McKenney by the end of the, the transfer window? That'd be fantastic. Yeah. I'm not sure how much they'll push for a Troyer now that sort of Kane's 100% staying, but unless they're just oh, thinking, they definitely should. They definitely should. Yeah, I, I think, think Nuno. Uh, I would Nuno will want him. Yeah. Regardless. I think they they definitely should, but I'm not sure how much it will now be a priority because I think they're like right. If Kane is going, we do need someone. Um, yeah, but obviously yeah. now Kane is staying. They're like, okay, well, we probably he probably will go at some point, uh, but yeah. we might as well still pursue it now instead of sort of maybe Chari having a good season at Wolves and then they go back in January or next summer or something to try and get him and the price has gone up. But yeah, yeah. who knows? Who knows? But I think they'll. I reckon they'll get at least one of these deals done. I think they'll get a Triore or McKenny. McKinney, maybe not McKinney, sorry, because I don't think Juventus want to get rid of him and they don't need to. So, yeah, it'd be, yeah we'll see how that goes. But uh, good news for West Ham fans Kurt Zuma has signed. Um, yeah, completed his medical today, signed today, all done. Uh, great addition for the, an already strong West Ham team. Yeah, uh, Zuma will fit, uh, go straight into that first team. Um, and that's great for him. He gets to stay in London. He's playing under a really exciting club at the moment. Um, yeah, uh, they yeah West Ham they haven't done much but this is a great bit of deal this is a great uh, deal and it also looks like they might be getting in Jesse Lingard uh, before the window I don't know in what capacity if it'll be another loan deal or more of a permanent switch but yeah. man I think if they can come out this window with Kurt Zuma and Jesse Lingard permanently on the books and I think uh, they could be definitely in it for like another top 10 finish I still think that they're going to struggle with all the matches they've got to play and they still do have a small squad any injury they are screwed Yeah. so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But West Ham, man. Can't... Yeah, I think that's really good for West Ham, to be fair. Um, as much as some people probably might not like them or anything. But I think, yeah, this is only going to help improve them. I don't think they're going to sort of slack off now by any means, thinking, oh, yeah, we've got Kurt Zuma in. Obviously, we do, We started to have a good, uh, good first two games. and Maybe we can take our foot off the gas a little bit or whatever else. Just in case any injuries do happen, I think they should just obviously keep going at it and keep sort of pushing on really obviously they do, will always have that in the back of their mind about obviously yeah, like you say the amount of games that they have to play and anyone any potential injuries so be interesting to see what they do this uh, this year but they've only gone from strength for strength that's it mate that's yeah. it if they're doing better and better also a good move for Jesse Lingard I think as much as Ollie might say oh he's in my plans for this season or whatever 
we've seen obviously some of the players that they're bringing in and that they've got and they've brought in. I can't see him starting in front of many of them. Obviously, he might be like, you know, you can start in our cup games or whatever. But a player like Jesse Lingard, he, he wants to start Premier League games and totally week in, week up. out. Exactly. And obviously, I think Jesse Lingard is probably going to be pushing for that move as well to go to West Ham. Um, he should be. He should be because he was great there last year and could be even better this year. So yeah, definitely. Definitely do it. But uh, right, that's for the news, boy. Should we get into the week free preview? We should. Going? I feel like we do this every single time, and I say this every single time. But we're starting with your boys. Man City are playing Arsenal. It's the first fixture, Ollie. I didn't do this, okay? It's just the first fixture of the weekend, okay? Let's see how it is. No. You know, we're. we're uh, we're, yeah, we're going for it. So I'll just give you some team news, then we'll talk a little bit about the game, what we think, and we'll give a little score prediction at the end. So team news for City. Obviously, we know Phil Foden is still out with an injury, and uh, it, there's no like date on his return, basically, at the moment. He is just out, which is a shame for him, but um, you know they, they're fine at the moment. Uh, KDB isn't fully fit yet. Uh, probably won't start, but I, it, it is rumoured that he'll be off the bench at some point, which I imagine he will. Probably get a good, like, a good half under his belt, I imagine. Or like thirty minutes. Yeah, I reckon um, he'll probably get between. I think he'll get maybe around twenty minutes, twenty or less minutes. I don't think he'll get a full half because I don't see Pep making changes at half time unless they're three or four nil up already at half time, which is definitely a possibility. But, or uh, sorry, or losing, or losing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, yeah, more to the Arsenal team news now, which has got a bit more substance to it. Uh, ben White is still out with COVID. Obviously, Tommy Part, uh, Tommy Party. <laughs> Thomas Party <laughs> Tommy is out. Party, Mickey Tommy D. Party. <laughs> oh Jesus! Thomas Party is still out with an injury, uh, as well as Lacazette. I thought he was out with uh, COVID. I didn't realise he's actually injured. Well, Lacazette played last night <laughs> for oh, half okay. an hour and scored. Oh, okay. I don't know then. Maybe I, I must be wrong. Never mind. Let's get Lacazette <laughs> out of there then. So it's just uh, obviously Aubameyang is back now and should probably look to start this weekend. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yes, do. Um, I w and then, like he was just saying here, Erdegaard and Ramsdale probably feature on the bench, but you know, I think it might be a little bit too early for them to start a full fixture. Yeah. Um, what do you guys? What do you think about that? Do you think Erdegaard could start, or do you think he'd be, I, I'd be Ramsdale quite... be on the bench? Yeah, I I I prefer Ramsdale to be on the bench and Leno starting. Um, in all honesty, but I would, I'd be happy with Erdegaard starting. To be honest, um, he played really well last night. He got an assist under his belt. Obviously, I know we were playing the West Brom youngsters compared to the first Man City team, but it's he had a really good game. He looked confident. Um, obviously, just fit straight back in like he hadn't even gone back to Madrid for a couple of weeks, couple of months, however long it was. Um, so I think, yeah, if he if if he's not too knackered or whatever from playing, I think he's pretty sure he played the full ninety last night. But yeah, hopefully, if he's not too knackered, he will start because yeah. Picking in balls, controlling that midfield, he looked very good. Yeah, definitely is is much better from a much better than the boys. What would you expect to get out of this game, Ollie? If you're thinking about it, do you, do you think the boys can improve on? Because I the win, getting a win is a big ask, but you you want to see a bit more from them. Maybe you saw in the Chelsea game and the Brentford game. Yeah, the only thing Especially that I'm thinking is, well, I'm just it's dependent on our back line, in all honesty. Because yeah. if we're playing, if Ben White's back hopefully he might be able to do something obviously Gabriel pretty sure he's still injured so I don't think he'll be playing this weekend um, but yeah it depends on who we're starting in the back line alongside because I don't think Pablo Mari should start no, but I also don't think Rob Holding should start 
but other than that, who, who are we going to put next to oh, Ben yes, White? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't really well, got I anyone else that we can put next to Ben White um, that is yeah. fit anyway. So, and if Ben White's still out, he'll probably just be holding and Mari. We can imagine with a right back of who playing right back for you at the moment. Uh, well, we played. Um, we, what did we play yesterday? We played Tavares and Ced Klasnach, um oh, yesterday. Oh, Cedric plays at right back, doesn't he? C Cedric did play at right back uh, against Chelsea and Bellerin started against um, Brentford. But yeah, last night we played up of a back five and um, yeah, we had Cedric, uh, we had Klasnach and Tavares, kind of like our wing back options. Um, do you play but, for a back four uh, for this? Uh, for this, I'd probably want to play a back four if I'm being yeah yeah I think a back four but then it's just I think we should still start Tierney depending on obviously how if he how serious is not caused the other day after he came off I think he did have a bit of a a tour of time but I don't think he can be entirely blamed for that I think it was he was obviously having to cover for um Holding and Mari who were just both of them having to mark uh, Lukaku at the same time still obviously didn't help but it's obviously that that brings in that that brings uh, Tierney in from sort of being out wide and covering Reese James or whatever, and yeah, I still I still think Tierney should start. I think one bad game you can't completely oh, yeah, write yeah. him off. I think he's probably our best option at left back at the moment. I'll be, um, Tom hasn't showed enough to put Tierney out of the team yet. No, 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 definitely he had a great game again last night, but yeah, he can't be. He's not going to be starting ahead of Tierney. Um, especially not against City, and then I think it might have to be better in at right back just for that pace. Good. Yeah, because I think that's where we're gonna get destroyed, um, just sort of on the wings and stuff. So yeah, yeah definitely, probably start right. Tierney and Bellerin, but who knows? Yeah, and we can imagine a Bamiyang will start probably up top or on the left. Yeah, I just. I imagine just... up top if there's no Lacazette up top. If Lacazette's in, then obviously Lacazette will probably start up top. Just... Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's um, Lacazette obviously again last night, great game. Um, he had a great game, got a hat trick. He should definitely be starting. Um, I think Lacazette. He did come on, but he didn't like. Oh, he had an instant impact. He scored after about a minute of being on, but at the same time he. I don't think he's 100% fit to be playing, to, to, to be starting necessarily. Obviously, just come back from COVID or whatever. No injury, but just come back from COVID. So hopefully, yeah, I'm going to say Aubameyang will start and maybe uh, Lacazette will come off, off the bench and Aubameyang will move on to the left at some point. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't really see Lacazette 100% starting, I don't think. Nah, fair enough. Uh, would you start if you're if he's not going to hundred percent start? Would you start Abamyang up top, or would you put Abamyang on the left and start Balogun up top? I'd probably if Lacazette's not going to start, I think I'd start Abamyang up top. I don't think Balogun's going to be right for to be starting this game. If I'm completely honest. Yeah, fair. No, uh, you yeah, can't really trust yeah, the... in the Brentford game. Yeah, that's what I mean. What I mean. But... He's it wasn't amazing in the Brentford game, and that's Brentford let alone the masterclass of City yeah I think yeah from my perspective as an obviously as a neutral to this game I think that we'll see I actually think we'll see more from both teams than we have so far I think City will continue to improve and Jack will, uh, Grealish will continue to get you know comfortable in that squad and they'll be good and I actually do think we'll see something from Arsenal this game with the yeah, uh, return um... of uh, Bamiyang and that I think 
they'll be be this this will be a better performance than we saw against Chelsea and against um, Brentford and by that and that will be because I think you will score Uh, I still think you'll lose now my score prediction is 2-1 to City but I think you'll be Fair. right in it. I don't think it'll be as mad as what other people say. Can I get a score prediction from you, Holly? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say... I think 3-1 City. Because I think... we. Are, yeah, I'm in agreement with you in the sense that we will score. Uh, I think last night was definitely a result we needed. Just It wasn't just a win, it was a 6-0 thrashing. And it yeah. just gave everyone the confidence. It get got sort of the fans back on our side, sort of, or partially back on our side anyway. So um, yeah, hopefully that's just a, a bit of a confidence booster going into this weekend. And even like the, the type of football we were playing last night as well, just just filled me with a bit more confidence. It was a different team to compared to the. Sorry, who are you playing? I, I genuinely don't know who you're playing. Who are we playing? Who were you playing? Oh, last, last night? night we played West Brom. Oh, okay, fair point. Yeah. yeah. Well, West Brom, but it was a loaded. Their average age of their starting team last night was like twenty-two or something. So it was a young team, but um, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not going to trash them for winning six-nil against West Brom. We should be winning that game six-nil. So I'm glad we did. If it was a one-nil win or something, then I'd be a little bit concerned that we're only beating West Brom youngsters. Got at least five or six of them. It was their first team debut. So, like, yeah, I, I was just happy that we thrashed them, really. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you, uh, yeah, definitely showing more. I think that it's still going to, you know, it's still going to be tough, tough, tough times ahead. I think you still got a lot to work on. But definitely. there's, you know, there's at least there's something now that you can look at and be happy with them. And Some like, there's a shade of positivity. You know I mean? Exactly, man. Exactly. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. And I am very much looking forward to watching that game first thing on Saturday. Um <laughs> On to the next game, and uh, yeah, I was going to make a Paralympics joke and somehow into with like Newcastle versus Southampton, but I uh, just I just couldn't really word it without probably being like massively offensive, so I'll just leave it. Yeah. But anyway, Newcastle team news: uh, they're still without first team keeper Dubravka and second choice keeper Carl Darlow. That is a big loss for them. Um, Isaac Hayden didn't train on Monday, and neither did John Joe Shelby after a knock, I think, on the weekend. Um, but yeah, against Villa, yeah, it was. And then, uh, so that's about it. That's quite, there's, a, there's some big missing names with that Newcastle team. But Southampton news, it's only Stuart Armstrong that's still injured. And uh, it says here that Hassan Hootall expects that he'll be starting the same team that drew against Man United. So I don't see why they would change it up, to be honest. Yeah. They had a good result considering that they obviously uh, considered it was against United. So yeah, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Yeah, it'd be interesting this game. Well, I mean, no, it wouldn't. No, it wasn't. Why am I lying? Why am I lying? <laughs> It's not interesting. I'm lying. I'm just. I'm. Be, yeah. No. It won't be interesting. This Some game. F- somewhat thought provoking. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something like that might potentially, you know, be not boring in this game. Is um, how you know both of these teams going forward have, have sort of struggled a bit this year, and they've got players to get goals. So I'm just, you know, it'd be interesting to see if they, if they, you know, Shea Adams can get. You know, he got his goal, but it was a massive deflection. Like we can't act like that wasn't. A, it wasn't even a Shea Adams goal. It was a Fred yeah. own goal. Um, Callum Wilson, obviously St. Maximum have been good, but they um, but they haven't been consistent so far this season. Yeah. And um, both teams have pretty shaky defences, so I think it'd be interesting. I think there'll be some goals in this game. Yeah. Um, Do you think Joe Willett will start? I, I don't know if he'll start because I think he's still trying to get up to match fitness. So yeah. you might see him 
you might see him come on at like half time or like 60 minutes or something like that to give it to give him a good run out yeah but um they'll want to they i wouldn't be surprised if it was like a half time change or maybe if they even did something because they're going to want to get him up to speed as quickly as possible um especially with john joe shelby out as well so um southampton though i think that they'll yeah basically start the same team that they did against united there's no reason to change it if it ain't broke don't fix it um i off the back of i think newcastle have the better team with like your St. Maximin and your Wilsons and your Willocks and, and these guys. But I do think with the Southampton coming off the back of that one all win one all draw one all win. I guess it is a one all win really for them. Yeah. Uh, against Man United. I think they'll be riding high on that. And I I I'm gonna go a little score. I reckon it's just gonna be a one nil Southampton. A little yeah. scrappy scrappy away win for for the uh South Coast boys, what do you what do you recommend? Um, I agree with you in your opinions about Newcastle probably having a better lineup for a better team, but I think Southampton will probably do more with the team that they've got. Um, yeah. St Maximin and Wilson have been like they're good players, don't get me wrong, but they've been struggling with the finishing in the first two games. They've should have converted a couple more chances than than they have been sort of doing really. So. Um, I'm gonna go two one Southampton. Two one Southampton. So you think they'll get? Hopefully it's Callum Wilson because I need him in my fantasy team. So Callum, Callum, get us a goal, lad. You score as but much as you like this weekend, Callum. You're not playing. Yeah, not playing me in the fantasy. So. But uh, yeah, no. Um, so we've both gone for the Southampton win. I think that's pretty, pretty safe. I just think Hassan Hassan Hootle as well as a manager has got a bit more about it than Steve Bruce does. As a manager, that's now, not hard. Yeah. A bit more about him could also lead to two to back-to-back seasons of nine-nil losses. But they've also had some very good, you know, wins in that time as well. So, yeah, I think, I think it'll be, I think Southampton will be all right, and I yeah. think Newcastle will be. Uh, Did you be uh, see the score of their game last night? Who? Uh, Southampton. Southampton. They won eight-nil against Newport. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, fair uh, enough. Yeah. But um, the, was it? Newcastle that played again Newcastle Burnley played last night or something oh did they yeah that went to penalties Ooh. yeah I think okay. Burnley won in the end but um, yeah I know that we're the only fucking Premier League team that's gone out so far but uh, yeah, we'll get on to that soon <laughs> no, I'm not talking about it but uh, <laughs> Brighton Everton uh, at Brighton at home against Everton who have been a bit you know I'll have to say Brighton have been the better team so far this start of this season compared to Everton they've actually you know they're fourth in the league I think or something like that after you know two wins from two games they, they've looked decent uh, two no not two clean sheets that's a lie one clean sheet but they have got some injuries Ollie. they've got Dan Byrne out Danny Welbeck out Joel Veltman out and Tariq Lamptey are still out that's a lot that's a lot of players that will be in that team yeah. that's two of their starting centre-backs and their starting left-back um, Everton on the other hand have Moise Keane out after he got a red card in the, in the I guess yesterday um Cenk Tosin and Andre Gomez are out with injury while uh, I Hammers Rodriguez right so this like it's funny isn't it because it's Everton and it's kind of joke that he's sort of you know taking the piss a little bit in terms of but he is an actual scumbag uh, for the fact that they're paying him all this money and all this kind of stuff he's just given up yeah. like he might be one of the most disappointing players ever in terms of what yeah. we you know it was that 2014 World Cup and now it's yeah. been he's not young top. anymore either he's late 20s I think yeah. I don't I, I don't really know where he gets where he thinks that he could do something like this even yeah. to Everton um, 
because I just I, I don't know his his play and his and what he's done over the last few years does not warrant him being able to do anything close to this. No, not uh, at all. If he's not the sort of player that can, or he doesn't have much weight to throw around. He can't, it's not like he can back it up and say I'm one of the best in the world I don't want to play for this crap team or whatever like he's not yeah he's not got that to fall back on so it's a bit of a sicky one for him really I think he probably feels a little bit sort of betrayed by Carlo Ancelotti and stuff like that and he's probably a bit pissed off but he's not going about it in the right way to do something about it really he's now just being a bit petty 100% he's been a complete idiot and I don't know if this like, if I'm a manager looking at a squad, I'm like, oh, why would I want Hammers Rodriguez? He can, he has the potential to just not turn up to work and just stream on Twitch all day, which yeah. is a great way to spend your time, people. Twitch, we love you. Um, great plug. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I wish I could stream on Twitch all day and get paid for it. That'd be sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I think he's just. A, I think he's an idiot, basically. Uh, this game, I actually think Brighton could could do something here, Ollie. Mm. I think they've got the potential. I think right. I think they're both weak defensively enough that. So I think Dominic Calvert-Lewin will get a goal. I do think. I do think Everton will will score, but I just can't trust Everton keep a clean sheet. I don't know what it is about Pickford, but he does take a step down. I think it's the rest of the defence around him as well because he's pretty shoddy. Yeah. Michael King terrific last weekend, um, and we know Yerry Mina is not very good. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I. I don't know. Any thoughts? I'm thinking Any... of maybe a. I think it's probably going to be a draw, because I That's think I think Everton haven't been as bad as I thought they were going to be going into the season. Not to say they've been good, but they've not been as bad. And Brighton have maybe been a bit better than I thought they would be, but obviously with the injuries, I'm just I just don't know whether it will be a nil-nil or it will be a, a goal-scoring draw, because. With their defences, it could be maybe a high-scoring draw. It could be like a two-two or something. But it's hard to put an actual score. I think there will be a draw. But yeah, there's things you don't know if Brighton are gonna just go back to the same old Brighton ways of just not being able to put anything away. So if they do that, if they've you know if this last, I mean they've had decent games. Like their first two games have been easy. There's fixtures that they should have won, right? What was it? Watford and no. Who was it? Burnley, and then who did they play last week? Uh, they played Leeds. Dr- Leeds. Dr- sorry, the Dr- Dr- Oh wait, we're talking about Brighton. Sorry. Yeah, we're talking about Brighton. Oh, sorry, yeah. Watford, Watford last week, and then um, Burnley. Yeah. Burnley the week before. So yeah, there's two games that they should win, considering that they've been in the Premier League how far long. They're better than Burnley, and Watford have just come up. They should beat Watford. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think. I think they. I don't know. I actually, I'm going to go a one 0 Everton win. There. I, I think, think I might go 1-1 one, 1-1 one. One, one. them the benefit of the doubt I'll say that they'll both score but it could be also be a 0-0 nil, nil. <laughs> praising Brighton so much just now and I've still managed to get them losing but uh, yeah fine. we'll always fans. stick to what we know innit? Yeah. Um, oh god not one I'm really not looking for West Ham Palace man um, yeah only West Ham news is Masuaku's still out Palace, obviously, we know uh, Olise, uh, Eze, Ferguson, Milivojevic are still out. Obviously, Olise is supposed to, it's been confirmed that he's going to make his uh, debut in September. He's going to start, he's coming back in September. Uh, Eze should be back before Christmas, which is, which we, we need. Um, I'm not very much, I'm not very excited for this game at all. I, I think we're going to lose. 
I like to think that we're going to get a goal, but I'm not 100% sure. There's no reason why I should think that we're going to get a goal. No. But it's on my own pure backing. But if I'm going to be honest, I think... Yeah, I don't know. We just need a striker, man, because we play nice football, We but we just don't have anyone to put the chances away that we create, basically, and that's our big problem at the moment. Um, so I think... But our defence is better. I don't think we're going to get done like Leicester. I think we're going to lose two now. Yeah, after the start that sort of West Ham have had, and you guys haven't had a like a bad start by any means. Obviously, you played Chelsea. I think you're always going to lose that. I think the Brentford game probably caught a little cut you by surprise a little bit. Um, should have won that game, or could yeah. not should have won that game for should've sure. Won it, yeah. Uh, I think West Ham are going to win. Um, I think three-one maybe. I think you guys will get a, yeah. You guys will get a goal. I think. But um, yeah, I think West Ham will probably just see it out. Really, there is always a chance that we do get wins against West Ham. This is the thing that we, even when we don't deserve wins against West Ham, we still do seem to manage to beat West Ham. Yeah. So hope maybe some of that shit house we can come through and we can uh, and we can win. But. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm not looking forward to it. But hopefully we can show something. Getting a goal is the big thing. That is the big thing. Uh, we need we need a goal. But yeah, West Ham, I think they'll continue, win you, continue their winning ways and only get only move from strength to strength, man. I think uh, I, it's hard to like, it's hard to be like nice about any other London club, really. Because obviously as a London club, you don't, you know, it's sort of your closest, that's your city, right? But I don't know, man. There's something about West Ham. They're fun to watch. Um, yeah, I've got a lot, of my, a lot of my family support West Ham, so yeah. I, like they've always got some sort of soft spot. I don't, I don't support by any means, but I've been to a fair few West Ham games. Um, obviously at Upton Park, not been to see them at their new stadium, but I've been there to that stadium. But uh, yeah, they're, they're 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 a fun team to sort of. Say, a lot of West Ham fans are fun because they're either like hopelessly delirious about what the club is at and the standard they're like we should be winning trophies or stuff or they've been so miserable with the up and down the yo-yoing from lead to lead they're just happy yeah. and uh, with what's going on so it's just yeah um i do, I yeah, do have to say they do have a, a great chant as well the i'm forever blowing bubbles song is a is a great and a iconic song yeah i think i think it's kind of shit personally i think you know you're blowing fucking bubbles lad do you know what i mean but yeah, I, uh, it's iconic yeah. it's iconic it's shit but it's iconic um, but <laughs> on to, to bro, I, okay. Just so you know, Norwich fans, I'm sorry. I didn't look into your team news. I just no you're a waste. Of, you are a bit of a waste of time, on unfortunately. So Norwich, I don't know. I just put it doesn't matter about Norwich team news. But yeah. Leicester, on the other hand, they've got Johnny Evans and Yannick Vestergaard will be out uh, through injuries. Um, obviously, I think probably one of the worst or overrated players in the league, Iosi Perez, is out due to the red card he sustained in their game against West Ham. Um, and but. Unfortunately, Mark isn't here to celebrate. His favourite player's back. Oh my God. Castagna's back. Castagna. He's back, and he should be starting ahead of Luke Thomas this weekend, so I know he'll be happy. Um, but if we talk about that, Iosi... Can we talk about Iosi Perez quickly and how like awful he is at football and how he's yeah. sort of... I remember when he was at yeah. Newcastle, everyone was just like, oh, next best thing, Iosi Perez, what? yeah. And he yeah. gonna, went to Leicester, and he was like, yeah, it's going to be really good. He's going to kick off. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing from him. Wasn't he the he was the Mares replacement, right? I think so. Yeah, that's awful. 
Yeah. Um, it surprises I... me that he's been there that long. Because he's yeah, just faded into the background, him. really. Yeah, he's yeah he has. He's been one of the players who's just yeah faded into the background. No, what you haven't. He's not done anything really of note. Um, but yeah, I I think this is this is uh, I I really don't think any of us will be predicting a Norwich to win or draw any games this this season. <laughs> yeah, not at the moment. So. Well, the way they're going, I think Leicester will turn the ship around. I think you'll see like an Ianacho start. You'll see Castagna back in. I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be much easier. They'll have a better, much better time. And I do think that they're going to put Norwich to the sword and run them out 4 uh, 0. I think they're going to destroy them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say. I think a 3 0. Now. Nice. Yeah, I don't think Norwich are going to be able to even get a consolation goal. Um, yeah. But judging through sort of Leicester, probably still going to be feeling a little bit disheartened by the whole West Ham domination the other day. Because I think oh, after that game, obviously they were with the red card and everything, and then from then on it was just downhill for Leicester. They didn't look amazing. Yeah, they did get one consolation goal, but at the same time it was it wasn't sort of amazing. Um, it wasn't like they were then really then on the comeback, but they just ran out of time to do anything. It was literally just, oh, okay, well, you managed to get a goal. Um, yeah. So I just think that they probably won't feel 100%. Um, they won't feel as confident as they probably were feeling towards like before the game against West Ham. So, But 3-0. <laughs> Can't complain about that, really. No, no, 100%. Yeah, I think they'll... Yeah, that's an easy three points for Leicester. If they don't do it... If they, if they don't win... By a good few goals, there is actually there's a serious problem at Leicester so far this year. Yeah, um, well, they've already Leicester have, uh, Norwich have conceded eight goals so far this season, and, and they've not they've not scored anything. Um, oh, so yeah, if, Norwich down twentieth from. I honestly will be surprised if they get like anything this season. Yeah, I think. Did you say on the podcast the other day that it, um, they could be the uh, the next? Uh, Derby? Oh, one hundred percent, right? I, I, they could go this whole season without could, getting a win. Yeah, it'll be mad. 100%. Um, but yeah, they are they are awful. But I've just I've got I'll do it after we've gone through all of these. But the uh, Champions League groups have been the draws finished. Oh, so I'll, uh, I'll nice. run through I'll run through them after we finish these uh, reviews, and then we'll finish with a bit of fantasy talk, boys, as we always do uh, on on a Thursday. But uh, Villa Brentford is the next one. Um, so you were three 0 weren't you? Sorry. Yes. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Villa Brentford uh, team news. Obviously, Ollie Watkins and Leon Bailey as they're still questionable, making their returns from injury. But you'll probably see them on the bench and making making some sort of uh, uh, you know, making some sort of appearance. But uh, Triore, Sanson, and Trezeguet still out. Um, Brentford, they're fine. No new injuries. Just Joshua Silver out, who doesn't. He's not a massive part of obviously what they're doing. So um, yeah, I think I st- I still don't think that Brentford are good at all. I don't. I think that they're pulled the veil over our eyes with the Arsenal game um, and they we I think we saw much more of the Brentford that we're going to see for the rest of the season in the Palace game um, but yeah. yeah and I think I think it's the same for Villa you know they didn't show us much in the first week but last weekend just gone I think that's the same more Villa that we're going to see more attacking I think they're only going to go from strength to strength when they do get eventually get Ollie Watkins and, and Leon Bailey back. Yeah. I wonder what but they're the going to do. They've got Danny Ings, who seems to be started off quite well. This is the question I was going to pose to you real quick. What, what do you think? What do you see happening? Do they go to a two up top or do they just rotate Danny Ings and Ollie Watkins? 
Yeah, I'd like to see a tilt top because you don't really see that that often anymore. It's not really because like, do you remember four four two used to just be the the bog standard formation? It was just the go to, and but you don't ever really see two strikers like anymore. It might be sort of maybe a proper striker and then just someone sort of sitting just behind or whatever as like a, a nine. But yeah, it's. I would like to see them play up top together because that would be quite interesting but it also wouldn't surprise me if they were to just sort of rotate them um, yeah. obviously Ollie Watkins young very talented player he's done bits for them the last couple of seasons Danny Ings obviously new in but scored a great goal last week um, he's not someone that you can dismiss by any means he's not had he's, the last couple of seasons he's had he's not been bad by at all um, so yeah um I'd like to see them both play up top together. Yeah. I think they will. I think I would be surprised if they went to like a three-five-two or something like that, maybe. Because mm. um, they still have they have players like Sanson, obviously like uh, Buendia that they're going to want to get in, uh, El Ghazi, like all these players. They have such a good team um, and quite a you know um, a deeper squad than we actually think than, than you than you sort of realise. Yeah. But I think Villa they're going to continue to push on, man. I don't see Brentford being a problem for them. I think. I do think Bradford will score, but I reckon it'll be a two-one win for Villa. I think they'll 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 definitely get this one done and uh, yeah, be taking their charge to the top ten again. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a. Hmm. I'm gonna go two-nil Villa. Two-nil Villa. No goals for Brentford. No. No. I see Ivan Tony getting off the mark for this year. I just I don't I just see it happening. Yeah. Um, he's got to get a goal sooner or later, isn't he? I just think yeah, probably we get one soon. Probably the most you know aside from Man City versus Chelsea, uh, Man City versus Arsenal, the most in, the most important game is Liverpool versus Chelsea. This yeah, is going to be this is going to be massive, wicked. This is going to be such a good game. I'm so excited to watch this game. Definitely. Um, Robertson is back on the bench, obviously last week. Rumours that he could step in uh, into the starting team. Obviously, it's a bit weird because Simakas has not been bad. I mean, he's, he's not, not been great. At all. Yeah. He's not been great. But he's not been bad at all. How do you? How do you? What do you do? Because obviously, it's Andy Robertson. Yeah. Um, I think you probably have to play Andy Robertson. Yeah. I you think just bite got... the bullet. Yeah. You... Brow of Simakas, and you just yeah. Go... You have to do it. I think. Okay. You can't. It's such a big game. Oh, uh, yeah, it's early in the season. It's obviously two of the best sort of teams in, in the league at the moment. You have to like carry all the momentum forward. You like obviously Chelsea have had a great start. Liverpool have all equally had a great start. So it's just about carrying that momentum forward. And one of them's going to lose. I don't think there's going to be a draw. I think one of them will lose. Um, but I think who's going to lose? Yeah, yeah, Liverpool. Fair. Well, I was kind of thinking it, but um, yeah, I think they need to play all their sort of have their um, their team like their backline as solid as possible and playing someone like Robertson, who's a proven great defender, going forward and back as well. He's not he's not um, just sort of a a great attacking defender. He's also very good defensively. So I think you've got to sort of go with it really, um, play as strong as you can really, especially with. Lukaku up top, up top, so he's not going to be too much playing on uh, Andy Robertson's mind because he's going to be him versus Van Dyke. But 
Yeah. Oh, mate, that's going to be so... I do think that Lukaku might get the better... He's probably going to get the better of him as well. I kind of hope that Lukaku just absolutely tears up a new one. <laughs> You've got them both in your fantasy league. Oh, I know, I know. But, yeah, either way. I'm not starting any of my Liverpool guys or my Chelsea guys. Defender-wise, I'm not starting them Fair. this week. Just not having it. I don't I've, I've only got um, Van Dijk from Liverpool. Fair. I think I've only Fair. got... I oh, know I've got Thiago Silva as well from Chelsea, but he's yeah. not bloody starting at the moment. So. Well, I think this will be interesting. I think we saw, obviously, Burnley played Liverpool. Liverpool looked good going forward, but they were... They, you know, Burnley could have got a result out of that game, or at least a goal. They could have, you know, they could have caused Liverpool problems if they're finishing, or, like, their timing... Because they had a few offsides. If their timings have been a bit more on, they could have done it. And Chelsea, but I think, have been the most impressive team so far in these first two weeks by far. Um, and they're only going to get better now that Lukaku's had more time to get into the team. You know, the Havertz is looking wicked. Mount, they've got... Yeah, they, they're just so talented. Um, I just don't see... I see Liverpool getting a goal. I don't think it's going to be like something like Chelsea going to win 2-0 or 3-0 or something like that. But I think they could, Chelsea could... I think it could be like a... Th I think I'm going to go high scoring. I'm going to go 3-2 to Chelsea. Oh, fair enough. Five goal thriller. Yeah. In Anfield. Um, well, such a tough one, man. I th there's going to be a winner, I think, but I'd. It's at Anfield, but I think Chelsea have probably had a slightly better start. Um, 1 0. 1 0 Chelsea. Why not? 1 0 Chelsea. Yeah. Conservative approach. Conservative. I like it. Okay, so we got yeah, we very different. Three two, I've put, I've said, and you said one nil. I, I like it. Yeah. Um, Burnley versus Leeds. Burnley versus Leeds. Actually, sorry, going back to the Liverpool Chelsea one. I think that this is going to be a match that you say like towards the end of the season. Um, you'll be like, oh, if I think something will happen in this match, and it'll be like, oh, if this didn't happen. Yeah. It'll be this game. This it? could be costing a team something do you know what I mean like a top four finish or something or like the title or something yeah uh, I could just see finish that. fifth because of this result yeah just something like that I, I just think it'd be like oh if they hadn't if so and so hadn't got sent off or injured or or, or if that goal had been allowed or something I yeah. think something like that it's just got it's got the make of it because both teams are going to fucking go for it so 100%. it's got the making for something like that whereas a, team, a game that probably doesn't have much in the making is probably Burnley versus Leeds man <laughs> Um, yeah, not at all, I don't think. Yeah, not much team news, really. Uh, Vidra, Ashley Wishwood are still out. Dale Stevens and Kevin Long still out for Burnley. Uh, Leeds, have no real injuries, man. They've got Lorente back now. Uh, I And, you know, they, they're looking good, man. They they did well. Who did they... They, they drew with Everton, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, Rafinha scored that absolute banger. Uh, and Bamford it looked, uh, was looking really good. Um, and then they I, lost to... United 5-1 in the first they week. United 5-1. They're due a win and I think this will be their first one. I think Burnley are decent. They showed us what they can do in terms of like against big teams that they can, you know, they can cause them problems and disruptions with their physical play and, you know, being a bit more gung-ho. But I just don't think they have the quality to actually do anything about being a nuisance to these squads. That's the thing. They're a very defensive-minded team, Burnley, and they always have been under Sean Dyche. He is just that defensive-minded manager. Um, but I think with Leeds, what, what they could, they've got to offer up top, I think, yeah, they're going to... 
Calvin Phillips being fitter. You've got all these players coming back, you know. Lorente, who was huge for them last year, is back now. So that that's, you know, it all counts. It all matters. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So uh, what do you think, Ollie? We'll go to you first for this one because I'm, I'm in a bit of a tough time with just how many goals Leeds will win by. Yeah, I think 3-1 Leeds. I think Burnley will get a goal, but 3-1 Leeds. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go two nil leads. Nice, two nil. Same goal difference, but you, you, you fancy Burnley to get a goal, cause a bit of prop. Yeah, some of their disruption might actually come come through. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Burnley, man, they're looking like they're gonna have a rough season. Um, Wouldn't surprise me if Burnley actually score first and then Leeds come yeah. back and get a couple. I really think this could be Burnley's. This this could be it for Burnley. Do you know yeah. what I mean? This this might be Burnley. I think they might have ridden it a bit too long. So old uh, Premier League way but yeah we'll see That's how it yeah. goes Spurs Watford man Harry Kane's back this has got to be his first start full back it's like Premier League start, like 90 minutes under his belt fucking let's go obviously it looks like Christian Romero will be his back and could be featured from the bench which is uh, he picked up a slight knock obviously their new signing from Atalanta which you know I'm a massive fan of I think he's going to be wicked this year um, as a replacement for Alderweireld I think it's just but yeah I think it could be even better than what Alderweireld has been for Spurs uh, so Watford news, no real, nothing really going on to be honest. Um, Watford, no yeah, they showed us that they can be surprising and take advantage of teams that aren't necessarily focused when they beat um, Villa. Yeah. But then I think last last weekend they lost to uh, whoever it was. I can't remember. Who did they lose to last weekend, Ollie? Uh, Watford. Brighton. Yeah. Brighton. So yeah, I think that that was much more of what we're going to see from Watford. If they can't pose too much of a threat to Brighton, I don't think a team like Tottenham, who can you know, City have more about them. Do you know what I mean? They beat City, they've got more about them. They, yeah, they uh, beat City without Harry Kane, and now they've got yeah. Harry Kane. So why can't and, they beat... Well, why can't they actually smash Watford? They've had two scrappy wins, so they show that they can, they've can. actually got a bit more about them, maybe, than they really... Because they never won scrappy games back for, for as long as no. I can remember. They never won scrappy games. So, yeah, I think... I. I think this could be bad though with Harry Kane coming back for his first game with Son Mora like these boys feeling it if, if Brian Gill's going to feature you never know um, I, I'm i going to say 3-0 to Spurs nice I don't think Watford are going to do anything either really Lloris seems to have a bit uh, has had a bit of a new lease of life it seemed yeah, I was going to ask about Lloris uh, he's obviously been very meh for a while um, but he seems to be getting slightly sort of back on it. But I'm not sure if this is his time at Tottenham might be coming towards an end. I think they might potentially in January or next summer well, look to in summer from Atalanta, who's a very very good goalkeeper. Yeah. So you never know. Um, That's the thing. I'm thinking they might have a have a look around, see what they can get for him. Yeah. But and again, he is their play. captain. So well we. What, um, what, is he their captain? Is it him or Kane? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but... He's only 26, Galini, as well. Younger. So he's so, yeah. Reese then. I was like, what? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, Galini. Yeah, he's only a young keeper. So yeah, he was. Good. He's good for Atalanta. You know how. You know how much I fucking love Atalanta. Yeah, mate, you uh, and your football manager. Yeah, boy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going back to back Syrias. By the way, if anyone's interested, I know you're not, but we're, we're doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ollie, give me a scoreline, bro. Um, I'm gonna go three 0 as well. I think three 0 nice. I like it. Harry Kane right, to get all three. I love that. I I wouldn't be surprised. 
would not be surprised. I think that that is very um, a big possibility. And I don't care this week if that happens because I'm not playing you. <laughs> um, but yeah, last game of the weekend, man. Which is, I th- also think this is going to be a great game. I think this is a good week of football. Mm. Um, Sunday's a little bit dead, obviously, with the Burnley Leeds and Spurs Watford being the first two games of that of that day. And then, but you got Wolves Man United to finish it off. Which I think is going That's to be right. really. Exciting. The F1 starts at two o'clock, so that'll uh, see me through I'll... to the uh, the Wolves yeah. United game later. I'll be working, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Wolves, man, you know, Wolves news: NATO, Podence, and Johnny are still out of injuries. They're three players that actually, you know, do feature for Wolves, so it's quite big of them, you know, to be losing them. As in terms of Man United, obviously Rashford's returned to training now after his surgery, which is great to see. Hopefully, he kicks on and and. Uh, can get back to you know being this absolute don on and off the pitch uh alex tellez is still out uh, and uh, i don't know if you've seen but scott mctominay scott mctominay has uh sustained a groin injury it looks like he's going to be out for a little while um yeah so I, I guess it'll be matic and fred that take up those two pivot positions yeah i'd assume so um, but yeah i mean i think united will bounce back in this game I think Wolves are good like they showed that they're scrappy like they they were unlucky to not get some sort of result against Tottenham last weekend Um, and they're scrappy they can they can definitely uh, definitely get get a result but I just think that after that Southampton game we are going to see Varane in and we are going to see Sancho in from the start I was just about to say the exact same thing I think they've got to start this uh, this weekend it's a big game for uh, for them to really show what they're worth um, wouldn't surprise me if Sancho contributed in some way into either a goal or an assist. Has to. I drafted him so high because I thought he was going to go, and he's done <laughs> nothing so far. But I need him to come through for me. Um, it's just like just like the England team in the, at the Euros, you barely saw him. Yeah, no, exactly. But I think he will, man. I think I think he'll start this weekend. I, yeah. I if he does, if the front so. three is not Greenwood, Pogba. Sancho or like Martial Greenwood Sancho that is that's criminal man yeah that is criminal but uh scoreline prediction Bruno I think Bruno Fernandes as well uh, Bruno Fernandes man Bruno man you need yeah you've been my my light in this uh, team so far this year I need you to keep it up um I think it was scrappy I think they I think Wolves have it in them to score and Man United definitely have it in them to fuck up and concede yeah uh, but then Varane, you know, if you bring Varane in, is he going to be blooded in? Is he going to be ready to go, re- like, chemistry-wise, like, all sorted now? I don't think so. I think he's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, but Varane is also a... He's a world-class player, but he's been doing it for a long time now, and obviously he's been at the same club for quite a while, but he knows how to play football at a high standard. The Premier League is a, is a different standard. But at the same time, I think he will slot in. I figure fairly. out if Wolves win a goal. That's basically. I don't think they're going to win or anything. I just, I just can't decide if they're going to get a goal or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a. I could definitely see him scoring, but at the same time, like you, you say, could, yeah, like, because I think Varane is a little bit of an unknown, just because of obviously the him being a new team and stuff like that. But I think you also can't look past his, like obviously what yeah. he's done previously. So, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say three uh, one. I'm gonna say three one. I think they'll get. I'm gonna go. I think two one. I think Traore is finally gonna get off the mark for Wolves. Um, but yeah, United are still gonna win. Nice. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I think. Uh, sorry, what was your score? Uh, oh, I 
cannot remember. I think two or three one. I can't remember one of the oh, two. I'm gonna go three one, same as mine. Oh, okay. So sorry. If I we was, uh, win together, champion. lose together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck it, whatever. Um, right. Let's get into this Champions League. That was a obviously that's all the football this week. Um, you're coming up this week. I think it's gonna be a great. Uh, I think it's gonna be a great weekend of football. I think we're yeah. gonna see goals, goals, goals. But I think uh, I'm a little bit. Last a little weekend bit of football before the international break as well. That's uh, it, man. I know, it sucks. but it, I've got England fever again, boys. After that, after that Euros and that, I've got England fever. I'll watch their friendlies now. I'm excited for it. Yeah. So um, yeah, but let's go into this Champions League 2021-22 group stage draw. Yeah, it's I've not seen anything about it yet. It's been done well, Ollie. Let me give you the news, buddy. Uh, group A. Nice. It's a good group. It's a good. Group. It's a tough group. Manchester City. Ooh. PSG, Ooh. RB Leipzig, and Club Bruges. I know who Ollie will be following in this group. Where's my Bruges shirt? There it is <laughs> over there. Uh, group B, Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, Porto, and AC Milan. First that two, is a first two group. good groups, to be fair. Yeah, man, that is a group. Uh, group C, Sporting um, Sporting CP, obviously Sporting Lisbon. Yeah. Uh, Borussia Dortmund, Ajax, and Besiktas. So you yeah. probably imagine Dortmund and Ajax coming yeah. through there. I think you never know. Besiktas and Sporting could cause an upset, for sure. Yeah. And then you've got Group D, Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Shakhtar, and FC Sheriff, who I have no idea who they are, but fair play for <laughs> being involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an interesting group. Yeah. And then you've got Triple Bs and a D, Bayern, Barcelona, Benfica, Dynamo Kiev. That's quite an interesting. Bayern and Barcelona are in the same group. Yeah, that's quite cool. It is is really good. Uh, group F: Villarreal, Man United, Atalanta, and Young Boys. Um, probably... I think Atalanta making a little run through there. Yeah, I think United will be very happy with that. To be fair. Yeah. yeah Considering yeah, yeah. a lot of the other English teams at the moment, well, I haven't gone through all of them, but a lot of the English other English teams at the moment have got a number of <laughs> big names in their. Uh, uh, well, yeah, group. City got play PSG and Leipzig. Yeah, Bruges. That's not Land Bruges. Obviously, Milan have got yeah. Liverpool got Milan, Porto, and Atletico. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, then Group G, we've got Lille, Sevilla, Salzburg, and Wolfsburg. How that group got made? Fuck knows. Yeah. Because that is the that is the weakest group by yeah, I was far. Say that's a mad weak group. Yeah. Like if Lille and Sevilla, don't, I mean, if I mean, yeah, I don't know. That I don't, I can't even say it because they're all so like. Sevilla's got to top that group, though. Yeah. Um, group H, final group. Chelsea, Juventus, Zenit, and Malmo. Yeah. Like, I, I, these are good groups, man. These are good yeah. groups. There's one or, one or two in there that are a little bit, sort of, a bit like... I think a lot of other clubs would want to be in those groups. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so. yeah, there's one or two weak ones, but the rest have got at least two very good teams. Immediately, I'm so I know Liverpool are a different beast in Europe, but Atletico Madrid, Porto, and AC Milan is a tough group. If they slip up at all, they're out. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Um, if you're watching or listening, like tweet us, not tweet us, we don't have Twitter, Facebook us, <laughs> or comment down on our Instagram, send us a DM or whatever, and just you know, chat to us. Uh, what do you guys think? If anyone going to be there, or put it in the put it in the chat if you're in there right now, yeah. whatever it is. Just let us know. It's an interesting group. Right. Finishing off this podcast, Ollie. It's our final segment. The fantasy segment where Ooh. we talk about our fantasy league. Fantasy and 
And let me get it up because I will. I don't know it off the top of my head. But you know, <laughs> week idea. two's in the book now. After see, obviously, there's been a bit of a change around in the uh, table. Um, yes. After a mixed bag of results, uh, some surprising, some not maybe. But we'll we'll, we'll get into that now. So, Ollie, uh, you're editing this uh, podcast this week, uh-huh. aren't you? This one. So, yeah. Ollie, for me, you will you do me a lovely favour of putting up the results for week two. Now, please, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, why is it logging out? Damn it. That's right. I've got them here. It's okay. I've got it. I've got it. Um, sorry, results. So, yeah, Ollie. Bang. They're on there. Sweet. So, as you see, for Ollie's 420 Blaze Matweedy managed to beat my gay pride. Uh, <laughs> 67-47. Uh, you had a great blinding week. Your Man City boys came through for you. Yeah, that's what happens. Um, if Man City do well, my team does well. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Harry Smelly Alley just managed to beat out Average, who were looking decent for that win until yeah. the final day. Managed to beat him 52 47. We've got Mark's Crouch Potato just narrowly losing out by one point to Jacobs and got Scooby. Which but I, I'm confused funny, how that happened. Yeah, Mark I was just about was like, to say exactly the same thing. Mark was all cocky, saying, oh, I'm nailed on for the win. All they've got to do is start. Yeah, all I need is my three players that are playing in the West Ham Leicester game just to start, and I've already beaten Jacob. They all started, and at one point he was winning. I don't know what's what happened, but yellow cards maybe. Yeah, I have no idea what's happened. Yeah, so uh... Jake got a surprising win. He must be happy with it. He must be thrilled. I think Soyuncu lost points because he, well, he went from two points to then having minus two for four goals conceded. Smichael yeah. obviously only got one point. He had minus two points for uh, um, obviously goals conceded as well. Vardy didn't do too much. Um, obviously, Mark, Madison on his bench. Every every year we do fantasy league. Mark gets Vardy. Yeah, but um, I mean it's not a bad choice, but it's just it's just interesting. But anyway, yeah, for the last game, for the last uh, matchup of week two, uh, Charlie's Daniel Gregory FC destroyed George's George Lipscomb's Arsenal, who is uh, unfortunately George is looking like the weakest person because as you can see from the league table now, boom, it's been a bit of a shape up. Charlie is sitting pretty. Daniel Gregory FC sitting pretty atop of the league of six points. They're doing well. And then you've got Harry, you got Harry, you've got me, you've got Jacob, you've got Mark, you've got Ollie, and you've got George. The rest of us all tied on three points. The only is our as our overall score plus difference is, is the ones that's you know keeping is separating us at the moment. You've got average bottom there, man, with zero points, which is uh I suppose good yeah, for us. Yeah, that's what we like to see. <laughs> yeah, that's what we like to see. We don't it's, want to... Uh, it, yeah. it was a bit painful being eighth in a seven-man league last week. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> not that's, anymore. Uh, that's not anymore. But hopefully average can stay down the bottom. No one wants average to do well this year because it will be embarrassing for all of us. Yeah. But uh, going on to the fixtures just for this upcoming week, um, obviously we're going to see more, more movement probably, I'd imagine, in the table. I think, I'm hoping it stays close throughout the league because... Uh, it has the it has the potential to to you know someone to take off. Yeah. And get, got get all a good the uh, got all the transfers going through uh, tomorrow as well. Have all the transfers going through. I know George is making basically half a team. Is swapping yeah, out. he's made so many. He's also yeah, looking well, to use uh, real real world um, sort of things to oh, yeah, convince people for trade. trades as well. We'll so. let you guys know about that if anything um, progresses. But he is trying to yeah he's trying to butter up everyone to trade for sweeten the deal. Exactly, because he has nothing to trade for in terms of his team. Um, but yeah, uh, going into yeah, so this is game week, game week three, we've got Jacobs and got Scooby versus Ollie. Your four, but twenty Blaze Matweedy. You got to be pretty feeling pretty 
pretty confident after that last game week. Yeah, fairly confident, but you never know with fantasy. I was feeling pretty confident after the first game week, and I did horrendously. Yeah, so, fair play. But uh, average is taking on George's Arsenal. That's a big game. That's eight versus seventh. Uh, George is going to want to win that game, otherwise he could be uh, could be bottom of the league behind average. Uh, and then you've got my uh, gay pride versus uh, Charlie Daniel Gregory. It's so hard to say my thing's name without sounding gay like... Gay pride. Okay. Yeah. But um, gay, gay pride versus uh, Charlie's Daniel Gregory FC. And then Harry Smelly Alley versus Mark's Crouch Potato to finish us off us, our uh, last game of the week. But uh, yeah, I mean, fantasy's going well this year, going well so far. There's definitely some uh, transfers that are going to be made. Um, yeah. Obviously, if uh, Ronaldo comes in as well, <clears throat> comes in, I'm definitely losing this game week. You just got to play everyone, <laughs> everyone that's not like guaranteed to do much. Yeah, boy. You that's the thing. Believe. So even sometimes, if you if you try and intentionally lose, it's hard to do that because you start all your players that might be injured or whatever, but they're just going to get subbed straight out for the players that aren't injured that are on your bench or whatever. So yeah, you just got to hope and pray that they don't do well but that's why I was glad that I did not too great in the first week pick up Lukaku smash it in the second week and hopefully just progress on from here that's it mate that's it that's the, that's the way but um, yeah thank you everyone for watching we're done this we is are. another episode another episode done thank you we just hit over that hour and 15 mark so I think that's a good good time to call it there really boys and mm -hmm. and ladies if, if you're watching but uh, yeah. yeah it's just been the dynamic duo today just us two if you yeah. want to see just us two in the future let us know we'll yeah we'll the other two, no problem we'll, we'll ship off harry and mark yeah no, exactly. no problem that's right i can do the streaming uh, and the editing you can carry on doing what you I'll do with the video it's calm exactly. but um but yeah right anyway ollie thank you for joining me today it's been a pleasure talking to you you too yeah no worries and uh yeah thanks everyone for watching make sure to like follow subscribe uh, yeah, hit notification everything. bells, everything, like it, give us a little heart, Mo Farrison, you know we love them Subscribe over here. Subscribe everywhere, yeah, follow, it is. like. We're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Twitch, we're on Apple Music, we're on Instagram, and we're on Facebook, we're on Vimeo, probably not. Only but, fans. Yeah. Oh no, we're, we're, we're moving off OnlyFans due to the, okay. the, the ban and everything. But, yeah, um, we can't do porn content on there anymore. So no, you exactly. Actually, you, know, you can, they've reversed it, so you know. Yeah, they folded it the first fucking hurdle. Not surprised. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, listen, uh, thanks guys for watching, and we will be back. Obviously, this episode for Twitch, if you've missed any of this episode you're watching on Twitch, obviously this will be out on Sunday, so you can get the full episode to start if you've missed anything. Um, obviously, we did go reviews and just general news. And then, yeah, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Twitch boys we'll see you, and girls, we'll see you on Tuesday. And yeah. YouTube people. We'll see Happy you. Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. Have a, I hope you've had a great weekend. Uh, yeah, love you all. Thank you. Bye. Bye.